Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, music nerds and friends. Steve Dawson here. Hope you're doing well. And I just wanted to hop on and wish you all a happy holidays and happy new year and give you a quick update about the rest of season six. I was going to have one more full episode for you this year coming out today, but I actually had a pretty rough last 10 days or so with some medical stuff. I got pretty sick and I'm not going to get into it, but it was kind of long. I ended up in the ER and all kinds of stuff. And that's my shameless excuse for not having an episode for you today. Uh, it's a pretty good one. And on top of that, I started feeling better about a week ago. And I've been, like, when I set my studio up here at the Hen House about um, six months ago when it was finished construction, there was a bunch of wiring stuff that I kind of just did in a rush to get ready for some sessions. And it wasn't really laid out all that well. And I always wanted to get into changing it. So after I was sick for a few days, I kind of felt better for a day or two. And I ripped basically everything apart, like all the wiring in my studio. And then I felt crappy again, and I got sick again. And then it just sat here in a complete mess until the last, it, it's taken me about three or four days to put back together. <laughs> so now it's great. I've done all the wiring the way I always wanted to have it done. But uh, it took me forever. And so because I was sick and because of this wiring mishap, a bad judgment timing call on my part, uh, I just didn't get the episode finished today. So that's what's happened today. And there's just no time between now and the end of the new year to get another episode ready. So I'm just not going to worry about it until the first Wednesday of January. So this season is still going to be 20 episodes long. We've had 15 so far. So starting January 4th, which is the first Wednesday in, in January, I'll be rolling out the final five ep episodes of this season. And I'm really excited about it. There's some great guests. The interviews, I've mostly done them. I've got a couple to do in early January, but there's three in the can that are killer and a couple more that I'm doing that I have all lined up. So I can tell you they're all really good and it's going to be fun. So that'll run until March 1st, which will be the date of the last show in episode six. And at that point, I take a little break and then start production on season seven, which is going to come and it will kick off sometime probably in May or June. More news to come on that. Just stay tuned. And, you know, I just wanted to thank everyone so much for listening and commenting and sending feedback, financial support for the show, whether it's through the Patreon page or through um, one-time donations and just generally being a great audience. It means a lot to know that you're out there. So thanks for comments and reaching out. With that in mind, I was hoping everyone that's listening would consider rolling on over to Apple Podcasts, which is, strangely to me, still where most people get podcasts from, and uh, leaving a positive review for the show. Maybe throw some five stars at me, et cetera, et cetera. That, that's a great way to get the word out, and it really helps the more feedback I get over at Apple Podcasts. 
And Spotify, to my knowledge, still has no way of rating or reviewing. But Apple Podcasts, you can get on there and rate and review the show. And that's a huge help if you can get on there and do that before the end of the year. That would be amazing. So, yeah, I've had a blast making this season. And I, I think I managed to get into some pretty cool stuff with a lot of great musicians and songwriters and producers about the mystic art of making music and records. And I'm looking forward to season seven. And, you know, I'd love to hear from some listeners out there about who you would possibly want to hear on the show next season. I don't have anybody currently lined up. I, I do have a lot of stuff sort of in the works, but nothing's totally done yet. And the way that it works over here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shed a little light on a few things. The way it works here is that I usually line up the whole season's interviews all within a month or so. Um, so this year that'll happen in March or April or something like that. And I get it all done at once. And that's why some of these um, episodes, when you listen to them, you can tell that we actually spoke months previous because of the things we're talking about. And in some cases, that's exactly what happened. Now, that step of getting guests lined up, it's totally the hardest part of doing this show. It's the biggest grind. And it's due to a few things. One of them is scheduling, obviously. And the other is navigating through layers of publicists and managers, which can be really hard. And basically, as I go through my career, I meet and work with people. And that direct connection with artists and producers that I work with leads me to bringing them on the show. And that's the best. It's easy. I have their contact directly. They know who I am and they want to come on the show and we just bang it out. And when I know that the person, it usually works super smooth like that. But when there's publicists and managers involved, it can get really tricky. And, you know, I got to say the amount of ghosting that goes on in the music business these days, post-COVID, it's insane. I don't know anyone else in any other industry where, like, you will hear from somebody and then they just stop responding to you. Anyway, that happens a lot. And, you know, whether it's me reaching out cold and getting a conversation going about the show and then just not hearing back again, like not even a no, like a no is great. Then I know not to bug somebody, but I get ghosted so often and it's crazy to me that that happens. If I was in that position of being an artist, hiring a publicist, which I am frequently and have been before, if I knew my publicist was not responding to somebody that wanted to have me on a show, I'd be pretty pissed. But that's what happens. And uh, yeah, you know, just like a no would be great sometimes. Anywho, end of that rant. But what that means is that for every season of, say, 20 shows like this season, I probably reach out to 120 to 150 people. It's quite a lot. And from those probably 50, I would say, bother responding. And from those 50, probably about 15 are actually into coming on the show or can do it. And the other five are usually just people I already know or I've worked with before, and I just contact them directly. Sometimes I contact people directly who I know and work with, and they do it, and we do the show, and it's great. And then their publicist or manager finds out that they did it, and they get really mad at me because <laughs> I didn't go through them. And I find that ridiculous, too. And that's what happens a lot. Okay, so here's what I'm going to share with you right now. If you've bothered listening this far, I'm going to give you this little tidbit. Here's my greatest hits. Since we're talking about if you're a listener and you're a fan of the show at all and you want to give me some feedback about who should be on the show, I'm going to give you my greatest hits. And these are the people that I reach out to every single year. And they've never panned out, either for scheduling reasons, they just can't do it or they can't afford the time or I get no response at all, or they sort of waffle about it and then ultimately just stop responding. 
There's actually tons of them, but here's the top 10 ones that I always try to get on the show. I made a list, the top 10. I try them every year and it just never pans out. So you don't need to recommend any of these people to me because I try every year. And they are, number one, Dan Lanois. I've met him a couple times, played a couple festivals with him, and I have a ton of direct connections to him, but so far no go. David Hidalgo is number two from Los Lobos. Probably my, honestly, like my favorite musician on the planet, really. I know David and we've worked together a bunch, but he's really shy. But I keep bugging him every year anyway. And sometimes we're talking either on the phone or I'll be texting him about something and he and we're responding and going back and forth. And then I'll be like, hey, how about that podcast? You want to do it this year? And he just like won't respond. <laughs> so he clearly doesn't want to do it, but I keep bugging him. Number three is Carol Kay. And she's kind of out there. She was pretty reachable online for a while. I don't know if she still is. She just flat out said no, but I keep bugging her anyway. But she's made it clear that she's not going to do it. But I, I don't know. I, I... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Still, I would love to have her on the show. Um, number four is Lucinda Williams. I've come close a few times with her. I thought she was going to get on this year, but she's not. Anyway, I feel like I'm pretty close and maybe I'll get her to get on the show one of these times. Uh, number five is Ry Cooter, and the fact that I play in a band with his son is not an angle that I choose to exploit. So I go through his manager basically every year. I try, and I get a big fat no every year. I don't know if he asks Ry, and Ry's like, no, I don't want to do it, or if he just doesn't bother asking him because he knows he'll say no. <laughs> but he he won't do it. So, but he, But I do bug him every year. Number six is Bonnie Raitt. I don't know. I just can't get a hold of anyone that knows her properly and doesn't work out. But I keep trying. Number seven is T-Bone Burnett. I can't remember, honestly, how far I got down that road, but I have got down that road a little bit. Probably because I've worked with Joe Henry and Joe may have recommended it at some point that he do it, but it just hasn't happened. Plus, he lives here now, so he could scoot on over and do it at any old time. Number eight is Jimmy Page, which is ridiculous, but it would also be so badass that I always try. That doesn't go very far. 
number nine, kind of related to number eight, John Paul Jones, only because I think if his manager actually told him what the show was, that he'd be into it. And he seems cool. And I could actually see that happening, that he would do it. So I always try with him. Hasn't happened yet. Um, number 10 is someone that I've almost had on the show a bunch of times, but it doesn't work out. Bernard Purdy, drummer, killer. I got pretty close with him a few times, but it didn't happen. And, oh, that reminds me, okay, I'm going to, this is my top 11, I guess, because Bernard Purdy reminds me of one more guy, another drummer, who I guess is going to be number 11, and that's James Gadson, the wicked drummer for Bill Withers. He's still around, playing great, and uh, I do know some people that know him, but that hasn't happened. I have no idea if he'd be a good guest or not, but he's just so great, I would love to talk to him. So that's my fun hit list. Oh, and you know what? Here's number 12. Steve Cropper, one of the greatest guitar players of all time, greatest producers of all time, guitar player from Booker T and the MGs. Oh yeah, and Booker T, there's 13. I bug him every year too. Almost happened once, didn't happen. Steve Cropper, I may stop trying to get him on the show because he kind of weirded me out during COVID with some conspiracy talk. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, maybe he will not make the list again. Those are people that I've tried to get on the show over and over and over and over again. It does not happen. Anyway, tell me who you'd like to hear from. Let me know. You can drop me an email through the website or just comment right on the page of this episode. It's all over at makersandshakerspodcast.com. So that's the scoop. Uh, if you feel like backing the show, it's really easy to do that over at the website as well. We have some new merch you can order uh, from now and through the new year. There's some hoodies, some new t-shirts, some nifty new mugs that are all available. And oh yeah, and if you join the Patreon now for the show, you'll be entered to win a really cool union tube and transistor reverb pedal that I'm going to give away on the last episode of the season. You just have to be a Patreon member at that point. And uh, that's a really easy way to support the show with as little as like five bucks a month or whatever you want to support it with. That's all good. And you will automatically be entered to win that pedal. So thanks to everybody that does that or does one-time donations. And uh, yeah, I mean, even when the season ends, I still have expenses of upkeep and production and hosting. And so it all helps to keep that going even through the down season. And meanwhile, I will be here working on music and recording, and I'll probably be pretty active over on YouTube again this year. I'll be releasing a bunch of live videos that I've done and also some instructional stuff and some recording stuff coming up over the next few months. So check it out. Please stay in touch. Say hello. Drop me some comments. Let me know who you'd want to see on the show. And I will look forward to bringing you more episodes in the new year. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening. I can't thank you enough. It means a lot. And have a great holiday. We'll see you soon. Music Makers and Soul Shakers is produced at the Hen House Studio in Nashville, Tennessee by Steve Dawson. Please remember to subscribe to the show and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find more info on this episode, including show notes and an audio playlist at makersandshakerspodcast.com. Thanks again to our amazing sponsors this season, Ear Trumpet Labs, Union Tube and Transistor, Black Mountain Picks, Isotope, and Spectra 1964. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Music